ever feel lost in the whirlwind of daily life, where distractions and responsibilities blend together into a chaotic mess? Each day passes in a blur, leaving you like, like you're a spectator in your own life. It's emotionally draining. It makes you feel overwhelmed, tired, unsatisfied. In a world that seems to rush by, leaving us like mere spectators in our own lives, there exists a powerful force that can reshape your emotional reality. It's a key that unlocks the door to profound transformation. It is the power of focus. Let's talk about what focus really is. From a neurological perspective, focus is like using a spotlight in our brain to shine light on what's important while dimming everything else in the background. It is the brain's way of paying attention to one thing and ignoring distractions. So imagine your brain as a busy control center with a million switches. When you focus on a task, it's like turning on a spotlight on only that specific switch, making it shine brightly. At the same time, other switches are turned down, making them less noticeable or almost invisible. This helps you stay on track with what you're doing and block out the things that could distract you. All those other switches still exist, but you don't really see them. Now, just like a muscle, the brain's ability to focus can be strengthened with practice. Focus is like this superpower, but it gets tired if it's used too much, if it's overused. By improving our focus, we can handle the daily challenges of life more efficiently and stay more present in the moment. It's a skill that we can develop and use to make our lives more productive and enjoyable. By understanding and harnessing the art of focus, you can unlock a life of purpose, contentment, and fulfillment. Now, when it comes to focus, there are really three fundamental choices that can empower you to take control of your attention and enhance your overall well-being. The first choice is choosing to focus on where you are now versus where you've been or where you're headed. The second choice is focusing on what you have now versus what you don't have now or might have in the future. And the third is focusing on what you've done right versus what you've done wrong. So let's take these three one at a time. First, focusing on where you are now, which really means focusing on the present versus the past or the future. Living in the present moment is a skill that can truly change our lives for the better. The past is laden with regret, and the future brings anxiety because it's so uncertain. Yet the present is the only space where life is actually unfolding. So dwelling on the past or worrying about the future robs us of the joys and opportunities that are available here and now. Abraham Maslow said, the ability to be in the present moment is a major component of mental wellness. Bill Keene added, yesterday is history, tomorrow's a mystery, today is a gift of God, which is why we call it the present. <laughs> and Amit Ray said, if you want to conquer the anxiety of life, live in the moment, live in the breath. Now, these are all nice things to say, little anecdotes that we like to repeat and make us feel good, but there is scientific evidence of how true these things are. In fact, a study published in the Journal of American Medical Association in Turtle Medicine linked mindfulness and meditation to a significant reduction in the symptoms of anxiety, depression, and pain that people were dealing with. 
And Brown and Ryan's study in 2003 found that individuals who reported higher levels of mindfulness experienced greater relationship satisfaction and emotional well-being. And that was groundbreaking because you would think that being happier with your relationship or having a relationship that quote unquote makes you happy would result in more peace, would result in less worry. But it was actually the other way around. Higher levels of mindfulness, higher levels of proactive living in the present actually improve the relationship satisfaction and emotional well-being, not the other way around. Mindfulness-based interventions were also found to be effective in reducing symptoms of stress and anxiety, according to a review published in the Journal of Anxiety Disorders. And this was among people who had severe anxiety disorders. So considering all this, we need to take some steps to enhance our ability, the skill of focusing on the present. The first thing we can do is mindfulness, right? It's meditation. It's engaging in daily proactive mindfulness to increase our awareness of the present moment and foster a sense of calm and centeredness. So we're not distracted by the things that have happened in the past and the things that might happen in the future. In the present moment, we are safe. Most of the worry and concern and anxiety, concern and anxiety we have is from things that have happened in the past that can't hurt us anymore or from things that might happen a week from now, which can't hurt us today. So we're robbed of our presentness. We're robbed of our joy in the present moment by phantoms that live behind us and in front of us that have no power over right now. The second thing that we can do is to practice gratitude, dedicating time each day to acknowledge and appreciate the blessings in our lives, right? We want to cultivate an outlook of positivity. And the easiest way to do that is to just think on the things you're grateful for proactively bring them up in your mind. You can't wait for it to happen automatically. Nobody has ever just laid back in the midst of their anxiety and the good things in their life just popped into their head. That doesn't happen. But you could be sitting very calm and collected and something negative that your mother or sister or brother or friend said six years ago, that just pops in your head. Negative thoughts have a way of invading your space in a way that positivity just doesn't. It has to be proactive. Another thing we can do is set intentions. If you start your day by setting a positive intention and reminding yourself to be mindful and present, you'd be amazed how much more you'll be able to achieve it just because you actually sat and set the intention. You actually told yourself, I'm going to be positive today. I'm not going to let negative thoughts take me over. Now, it doesn't mean that we're going to be successful 100% of the time or have to deal with any, any uh, you know, damaging thoughts that pop up that we're going to have to contend with. We're human beings. But we will be much more well-equipped if we start our day intentionally rather than just waiting for our mind to wander into any dark forest where we used to live. And the fourth thing that we can do to enhance our living in the present is truly savor experiences. Take time to fully experience and savor enjoyable moments, finding joy in the simple pleasures. I was just thinking about this the other day. I live a life where the things I have now and the place that I am now, a version of me five years ago was convinced all I would need to have were a handful of these things that I have now, and then I'd be happy. I was convinced that, oh, well, once I get this thing or once I'm there or once my family has this, then I'll have no need to worry. Then I'll be set. Then I'll be happy. And yet now I find myself sitting amidst all those same things 
And sometimes all I can see is the things beyond them, the things that are in the future. Or all I can see is the things that I've done in the past that were never rectified properly or that I regret doing. And I'm letting those things rob me. In fact, it's funny, you know, when you're practicing something, if you're practicing a skill, you'll do it right once, but you won't have a big celebration for the time you did it right. You'll just be like, okay, okay, I did it good once. Let me, let me try to repeat it, right? Let's say you're learning a, tr- a skill like bowling and you, you bowl a perfect strike, perfect form. And you're like, okay, I did a good one. Let me do it again. Then you bowl the bad one. You know what happens? You stop in that moment. Then you focus all your energy on the bad one. Oh, what did I do wrong with my arm? And uh, and then when you make a mistake again, you come back to that. Oh, it's just like earlier today. I can't get my leg right. And it's like we choose to savor the negative experiences. We choose to relive and replay those. But we just breeze past the positive ones. It's important that you reverse that. Take time to fully experience the enjoyable moment. Stop. If you're having a, a good moment, stop. Acknowledge what does the wind feel like in this moment? What does the tree look like? How does my body feel? Where am I? Like really try to create a visceral connected memory to that moment so it's easier to return to it. It is much easier for our mind to return to the things that we go to a lot. It sets up neural pathways, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But basically, the more your mind goes a certain direction in thinking as a result of a trigger, the easier it is for your mind to go in that direction. And our mind wants to ease cognitive load. It wants to not work too hard. It wants to figure out shortcuts. So when you show your mind, hey, this is a a line of thinking I always follow, your mind's going to default to that pathway even without you choosing it in the future. And that's what happens to us. We get on autopilot and our mind wanders following these pathways that we've followed a million times before. And so much of our focus, so much of the choice of what we're focusing on is not as conscious as it once was. But it's time to change that. It's time to take it back. Okay, so that's that's the first one, right? Talking about focusing on where we are now, the present moment, instead of where we've been in the past or where we're headed in the future. The second thing that we want to do is focus on what we have versus what we don't have, right? This is this is a very common problem. The perspective we choose to adopt regarding our possessions And our circumstances can significantly influence our levels of happiness and overall well-being. Gratitude, as we said, is a powerful emotion that can lead to contentment and a sense of abundance without actually changing the possession itself. Melody Beattie said, gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, and a stranger into a friend. It's a powerful idea. The early part of the idea, it turns what we have into enough. Think about how backward that is from the way a lot of us live our lives, right? We're trying to get enough to be happy. We're trying to have enough. Instead of taking what we have and turning that into enough, that's where we need to be focused. In a study published by the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, participants who engaged in a daily gratitude practice for just two weeks reported increased happiness and overall well-being. 
They also reported much lower levels of stress and reduced symptoms of depression. And the only change that they made was practicing gratitude once a day for two weeks. So here's a few steps that you can follow to foster this gratitude mindset and to focus on what you have versus what you don't have. Number one, keep a gratitude journal. Just get a little book or some paper and dedicate two minutes each day to just write down the things you're grateful for, no matter how big or small. Some days you'll write down a lot of big things. Some days it might be one small thing, but if you dedicate your mind to it, you could always find something you're grateful for. I have in my journal, when I've written down something I'm grateful for, sometimes all I write is I woke up. Thank God I woke up. Because there are, I think in the United States, 7,000 people today in the United States who didn't wake up. I think that's the daily. I might be off. You could double check me. But so if you woke up, you already have a pretty big item for that list, even though it might seem small. Secondly, to foster a gratitude mindset, practice mindful appreciation. Be present and mindful of the things you often take for granted, right? Find more joy in the simple pleasures by really focusing on them. And thirdly, express your gratitude to others. Look at the people in your life who positively, positively impact your life and take a minute and express gratitude. Just call them up and say, I just wanted to thank you for being my friend. I wanted to thank you for always listening to me. It's mind-blowing how expressing gratitude to another can also help us to be grateful to ourselves for the things that we've been capable of doing. And fourth, shift your perspective. Redirect your thoughts consciously to what you already have whenever you're focusing on what you lack. Teach yourself when you're thinking of, oh, I wish that was done or I wish I could do that. Teach yourself to say, stop, stop. I want to list three things right now that I do have, three things that I didn't have before that I do have now. Make the proactive choice to start teaching your mind to go this way. So that is our second thing we need to do, right? Focusing on what we have versus what we don't have. Our first was focusing on where we are now versus where we've been or where we're headed. Our second fundamental choice we need to make is focusing on what we have versus what we don't. And the third fundamental choice that we need to make when it comes to focus is focusing on what we did right versus what we did wrong. Our brains tend to dwell on negative experiences more than positive ones. When we focus excessively on our mistakes and shortcomings, we reinforce negative neural pathways, making it easier for those patterns to repeat in the future. This is what I talked about before. Winston Churchill said, success is not final and failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. It's all about picking yourself up and moving forward. But when it comes to focus, what's important is focusing on the fact you've picked yourself up, the fact you're moving forward. Let go of the mistakes. Let go of the failures. Learn from them, of course. Remember them, of course. But let go of their hold on you by not focusing on them. It's about focus and focus over time. You're never going to accomplish this 24-7. You're never going to control your mind to the point where, you know, a thought about a failure doesn't come up or some regret. That's always going to happen. So we're never going to do this 100% of the time. But this positive self-reflection, this choice to focus on what we've done right 
that's a skill that will get stronger the more we do it. And eventually it'll get easier to avoid the slippery slope, the downward spiral into all the things we've done wrong. Remember when we were talking about neural pathways, our brains are actually wired to pay more attention to negative experiences than positive ones because our brains are always really concerned with where the danger is because it wants to keep us alive. But by focusing on what we did right, by celebrating our successes, we create new positive neural pathways and it makes it easier for your brain to follow them. That will lead to increased self-confidence, increased motivation, and overall a greater willingness to take on new challenges because our brain doesn't immediately associate new challenges with the failure, new challenges with negativity. Now, in order to practically apply this to your life, it comes back to gratitude once again. Practice gratitude for your accomplishments. Acknowledge your successes, no matter how big or small they are, and express gratitude for the progress you have made, for the fact that you've got up and that you're moving forward. But also, set realistic goals. Break down your goals into more achievable steps and celebrate each milestone you reach along the way. Thirdly, you're going to want to surround yourself with positive influences. So seek support from encouraging individuals who can reinforce your achievements and provide constructive feedback. There's an old saying, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. It's very, very true. The voices you surround yourself with will affect how you see yourself. They will affect and influence the way you think about yourself and the way you think about your successes and your failures. Failures. So you need to seek support and encouragement from individuals who care about you, who will reinforce your achievements and will provide you with feedback intended to help you be better, a greater version of yourself and not just try to break you down. And finally, you need to learn from setbacks. Setbacks are not a negative thing. Setbacks are an opportunity for growth and learning. Setbacks are lessons and when you apply those lessons to future endeavors, it will enable you to avoid repeating the same setbacks in the future. So to recap, when it comes to focus, there are those three fundamental choices that you need to make. One is focusing on where you are now versus where you've been or where you're headed. Second is focusing on what you have now versus what you don't have. And third is focusing on what you've done right versus what you've done wrong. If you do this, if you take control of your focus and shift your focus in these three areas, then living in the present will become second nature to you. You'll savor each moment with heightened awareness and appreciation. The regrets of the past and worries of the future lose their grip, and you will find freedom in the joy of your present life. By focusing on what you have, gratitude will become your constant companion. A sense of contentment will fill your heart as you see the abundance, even in the simplest things. You cherish the relationships and experiences that bring fulfillment, and a newfound happiness will flow through each and every one of your days, even the difficult days in which happiness will take the form of contentment. The practice of positive self-reflection will empower you to view setbacks as stepping stones to growth. You'll celebrate your achievements, and that celebration will become a natural habit, fueling your self-confidence and motivation to take on new challenges. And you'll navigate those challenges 
with resilience, knowing that courage and determination are your allies. As this power of focus becomes a part of you, you find a sense of purpose and clarity in your journey. External distractions lose their hold, and you become more productive and focused in pursuing your goals. The world becomes a canvas, and you hold the brush to paint the life that you want filled with purpose, filled with joy. Ultimately, embracing the power of focus unlocks the potential within you, a potential that I believe God put there. In fact, in Philippians, in the Bible, it says that whatever things are pure, whatever those things are holy, whatever things are just and right, think on these things, and then the peace of God will be with you. So even God himself teaches that you have to make the choice to focus your mind on the right things, to focus your mind on the right perspectives in order to have peace, in order for your days to be filled with genuine connections, inner peace, and a sense of deep fulfillment. Focus is truly the key to making every moment in your life count. So now let's quickly summarize the steps we went over to start experiencing the profound benefits of focus in your daily life and really put this into action. Step one, embrace the present moment. Practice mindfulness, setting aside a few minutes each day for mindful meditation. Cultivate gratitude, keeping a journal and jotting down two or three things you're thankful for every day. Set positive intentions. Begin your day with affirmations or positive statements and remind yourself to be mindful and present throughout the day. And savor experiences, taking time to fully engage in the enjoyable moments. Step two, focus on what you have. Practice appreciation, being aware of the things that you often take for granted. Express your gratitude to others, taking a moment to thank someone who has positively impacted your life. And shift your perspective whenever you catch yourself focusing on what you lack, consciously redirect your thoughts to what you already have. Step three, emphasize your achievements. Acknowledge your successes no matter how big or small. Give yourself credit and celebrate the milestones you reach on your journey. But then set realistic goals, breaking down your aspirations into more manageable steps so you will have more milestones to celebrate as you progress towards larger objectives. Surround yourself with positivity, seeking support from encouraging individuals who celebrate your achievements and provide constructive feedback. And learn from your setbacks. Instead of dwelling on failures, view them as opportunities for growth and learning, identifying the lessons learned to apply to a future endeavors. The power of focus is truly in your hands. By incorporating these steps into your routine, you can experience a profound transformation in your life. Embracing the present moment, cultivating gratitude for what you have, and celebrating your achievements. As you practice these principles, you will find that life becomes more purposeful, content, and fulfilling. And you'll find that you become more effective. Focus on what truly matters and witness how the power of focus brings about positive changes one step at a time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Effective Living Podcast, where we delved into the life-changing power of focus, choosing to live in the present, embrace gratitude, and celebrate achievements. As you journey through life, stay out of harm's way by harnessing the transformative power of focus. 
And if you found value in today's discussion, please don't hesitate to share the Effective Living Podcast with others and join us again next time as we dive deeper into empowering topics that can enrich your life. But until then, stay safe and keep focusing on truly what matters. I'm Nathaniel Nunziante, and this is the Effective Living Podcast. Podcast.